Welcome back to Chaotic Discourse. I'm Kelsey. Um, Emily. I have a stick. <laughs> that she hits me with because I don't shut up. Hey. Should we rock, paper, scissors for why I love you? Interesting content. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Fuck. One, two, three. Yeah. <laughs> I got it first. God damn it. I guess. Why yes. I love you. Oh my God. It's so cute. My niece and nephew know how to play rock, paper, scissors. <gasps> I didn't even know they did it. They knew until uh, I went over for Harper's birthday. And Colby was sitting on my my lap and he goes, Auntie, rock, paper, scissors. And I was like, (gasps) fucking a new trick. Okay. (laughs) That's so cute. Did you win? Or did you let him? Well, I lost the first time. Oh, fuck. Kids Um, got skill. (laughs) And then so he's like, Auntie, do scissors. Do scissors. And I'm like, it don't work that way, buddy. You're going to do rock. Mm. So I did paper. He's like, no. (laughs) I told you do scissors. He's going to be in therapy later. He's going to be like, the first time I was ever portrayed. It's my aunt. <laughs> Bitch. She fucking didn't follow my instructions. <laughs> the reason why I love you, mm-hmm. your pretty face, is dramatic pause. Totally not because I'm not trying to think of a reason right now. I thought that was the, the reason was because of my pretty face. <laughs> oh, also that. <laughs> Can that legit just be like a reason? Sure. Your face is pretty. <laughs> I actually felt pretty the other day. The other girl. What about today? No, excuse you. Excuse you. <laughs> like, cause I actually did. I actually did my face, and I'm not wearing lipstick, so my lips oh, look stupid. Uh, I love that eyeshadow. Thanks, girl. Who dares? I don't. I can't makeup. You know this. You gotta give me a makeup lesson sometime. Okay. Cause I haven't. I hadn't done my makeup in forever. Mm. One because I work and I sweat and I'm gross. Also. And also masks. Mm. I didn't want to just do. Yeah. Eyes up. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking cheekbones up. Let's go. Yeah. Have you seen the fucking TikToks of people that like got the fucking suntan line from the fucking mask or whatever? (gasps) Yo. Why do you love me? (laughs) Because you're pretty face. You you can't take mine. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sniffling at him. Sorry, my nose always begins to run when we're freaking recording, and I don't understand why. I wonder if maybe it's just because <coughs> I have three cats in my house, and just the amount of just like cat in the air in my house is probably ridiculous. Just gonna stare at you until you tell me why I love me. <laughs> What's your reason this week? Subject to change. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> you turn into a piece of shit later. Piece of shit later. Oh, awesome. If I'm, you know, not... You don't shut up and I have to whack you. Too many times. We need to get you, like, a, a like a button. No. Or, like, a like a little... You know, like, in the, uh, like, Wiley Coyote, how he just, like, holds up the signs because he doesn't talk. And you just, like, hold up a sign and just, like, slowly shut put up. it into my field. <laughs> Wherever I'm looking, you just be like, Emily, enough. <laughs> Back over here. <laughs> Focus. Um, Tangent's too long. Cut yeah. it. Why are you my friend? I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> Why are you friends with me? I mean, you were convenient. Ooh. <laughs> I'm the only one. Not like my- convenience to really kick off a strong friendship. <laughs> it was actually Hollow Taco that kicked off our friendship. It was. I was. Who was it that noticed whose nails first? Because I don't remember small details, but I remember. I remember that one of us pointed out that the other one was wearing hollow taco or well, ask the question so i had i, I it was a saturday <laughs> the only reason i remember this is because i came back for dispatch 
Ah. And you were the only one. You were the last. I think you were like one of the last ones back. No, yeah, I think you were the last one back. You girl putting in the hours, being a slow piece of shit, probably cleaning up everybody else's messes all day. Yeah, probably. <sighs> um, and I had fucked up my nail. And I was like, shit, I just painted my nails today, too. And you were like, yeah, work, like, chips my nails really bad. Really f- physically demanding like yeah and finger I, dexterity draw yeah and i think i don't know if i noticed that your fingers were sparkly <laughs> or if you noticed mine were sparkly one of the two of us and or both, both of us, us were like wait wait sparkles and then we're like oh that's pretty that's cute and then you were like yeah i got this like new polish and i'm like wait <laughs> hold on was it hollow taco and you were like yeah and i'm like oh my god mine is hollow taco too <laughs> And then it was just, we've been best friends ever since. Thanks, Christine. <laughs> and then I was like, okay. So then we hung out. And then you came over for my birthday. And, and I remember we were just like constantly, anytime we got new polish or put on something new, we were just immediately, as soon as we got to work, and be like, I gotta find Kelsey and show her my nails. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, it still is that way. Yeah, like, oh, I, yeah. I'll so just I send, send you, you pictures pic- every day. I'm just like, hey, look at what I did. Yeah. And since that, because I can't see you no more. I know. Not, well, you're the one that left. Don't make sad faces at me. <laughs> Sorry that the place you work is shitty. Listen, we worked we worked there, first of all, I and know. I would like to leave, but it's harder for me. I know. You could love the fact we can cut this part out after. But you could you could love the fact that I don't leave you on red. Like I at least like put in emoji to, to my be mess. like, hey, like I saw it. Like uh, I'm like, busy, but I'll, I'll be like I saw it and I acknowledge that I saw it and this was the emotion that I had when I saw it hold that thought <laughs> yeah yeah is that one yeah because aaron fucking doesn't no he doesn't even read my messages little asshole little face yeah yeah he'll get so mad at me i'll text him i'll be like can you wing me home duncan and he'll get home empty-handed and i'll look at my phone Classic. and his little face bubble is still up here yeah and i'm like so you didn't get my message what not what hmm. look hmm. at your phone <clears throat> Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, you don't look at your phone, but he's like, I'm busy all day. I'm like, I literally texted you like right before you should have left. Yeah. You don't look at your phone before you leave. on the way out to the car. Yeah. Like I have to in order to like set my music up, but like he listens to the. Well, yeah. And his, his, his commute is only like two minutes. Fuck face. But I mean, Duncan is literally. I gotta like get all ready. I'm like, what am I listening to? What playlist am I on? Like what audio book am I on? Well, because I always, I I always check my phone like at when i leave mm-hmm. usually because if i'm home if i'm getting home after him i always text him that i'm on my way mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah and then if like and then also to see if he's like hey like can you stop at like hannaford's yeah. for something yeah but i can't fucking do that and be like hey can you give me a duncan ignored yeah pretty much <laughs> sorry i didn't check my phone <laughs> yeah I'm like, like while you don't you're even walking have to, like, to open your car. It. You literally just have to like unlock the front screen. Not even. You just have to turn the front screen on and then be like, oh, look at that. Well, so his, Kelsey. his thing is, is he'll open because he has an Apple. I don't know if this is accurate or not. But like once he opens his phone, the notification goes away on the front. Which is bullshit because I can open my phone. Yeah, no, mine does not go away. Like I can open my phone and then. As long as I don't do this. 
Yeah, I literally same. Like I have to either swipe away the notification on purpose, and it's still there. or open the thing, and then sometimes it doesn't even update that I saw it for the first few minutes, and it still shows as a notification. I'm like, I already responded to that person. Go away. <laughs> yeah. And then my phone's like, are you sure they're on? I'm like, no, now I got to check again. I go back in. I'm like, I did. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, I am very appreciative that that you pay now attention you are to me. friendship enough to be like, ah, messages. Yes. There are some times that I just completely space out. But I feel like more often than not, I'm pretty well, good at It's responding. funny because literally Aaron, every day he'll come home from work and be like, or I'll get home and he'll be like, did you talk to Emily today? And then usually if I haven't messaged you back, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was shit. talking to her and then something happened and shit. Like, <laughs> so then I'll go back into my phone and be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I always feel bad because like I'll be at work. And well, yeah, I'll, I know. I'll... Like, see, I know that you're at work because mm-hmm. like Aaron, he's like, I'm at work. I'm like, I understand. Yes. But you get a lunch break. Right. You like, you and, have like, a minute to sometimes like, you'll have a minute. Yeah. And it's and, like, like, I'm not expecting. My job, like, I don't. Like, I'm not standing behind a counter all day. Well, no. You know what I mean? Like, I'm actively driving. So, like, I can't, <laughs> I literally can't take two seconds unless I'm literally, like, pulled off at a box where, first of all, the people that are, like, home aren't going to be, like, recording me just being, like, stopped at their mailbox on my phone texting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to make sure that it's a mailbox that, like, the house is, like, up the hill around the bend with trees in the way so that I can be, like, all right, I can take a second. Or, like, at the end of a road where I can, like, Turn park. Around, yeah. yeah, like, somewhere, yeah, like, a predetermined turnaround spot and then I can just turn around park there grab my phone do some texting whatever that kind of stuff which happens a couple of times throughout the day but typically I don't actually take a lunch break I hate you right now that bun was so how what the fuck you have a little cinnabon on your head you little fucking witch how the hell (laughs) hello like I know my hair is way too short yeah I I would have told I would have shown you how to do it if you didn't cut all your I hair cut off. It all off because I can't do little cinnamons of cute in five seconds not looking in a mirror while listening to my friend rant on hello it actually feels a little wonky like this right yeah like, well you pulled it out it was fine a second ago from my perspective I don't know maybe I'm just it, it a feels little blind like, bat but like no it looks fine T- stop touching it <laughs> Put it away. It was good. It was like literally perfect. I hate you right now. That's so good. What is that? Practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was in JROTC in high school. Mm. So I had to wear. I've worn mm. my hair in a bun more being outside of high school than I ever did in high school. <laughs> but also I get to wear it up here. Not down here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I'm sure makes a difference. Yeah. So, I mean, I know I know how to make a bun. What we did for this episode was we swapped our favorite movies, or, well, in Emily's case, one of her favorite movies. <laughs> There's too many to choose. <laughs> for the other to watch. Mm-hmm. And then now we're going to discuss. discuss, react-ish, kind of not really, yeah. to the other person's favorite movie. And I'm, I'm really curious to see if you liked that movie. Because yeah. Because that is, like, literally my favorite movie. No. <laughs> That's okay. I have some we'll things get to there. say about your no, movie, yeah, too. Yeah, we'll get there. Like, <laughs> uh, like, I don't want you to feel like you can't, like, be like, oh, I loved the whole thing. It was great. Good choice. No. Like, uh, obviously, like, we have different tastes and stuff, and that's well, yeah. okay. So you well, can yeah. be like, I hated every minute of it, well, and no. it was a waste. But, so, like, or, like, anywhere in between is fine. Yeah. I'll say that. So, uh, 
She had me watch Spirit. Spirit Stallion Spirit. of the Cimarron. Spirit. Spirit. Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron is the sure. full title. Sure. It's an old Disney movie. About a horse. Animated. Yeah. About Spirit the horse. <laughs> horse. Um, Aaron and I started watching it together, but then he left and got food and then came back and did something else. And then the movie ended mm-hmm. and he looked at me and he's like, so what are you going to tell Emily? <laughs> and I was like, um, <laughs> I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet. He's like, it's a very, what did he say? It's, he's like, it's a very like horse girl movie. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so to preface this, I guess I should say that, like, my also, favorite... spoiler alerts. For oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're like, we're going to be talking about the whole movie. So if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it, because it's one of my favorite movies, and I don't care. <laughs> or if you don't care, then continue. Yeah, exactly. It's, we'll give you the synopsis, the rundown. Yeah. But, um... A very in-depth rundown. At least <laughs> in my case. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I've already talked to you in my head, Emily, okay? Oh, okay, here we go. Also, to preface this, she watched the movie that I gave her yesterday mm-hmm. and has had time to prepare her thoughts, and I was still watching her movie when she <laughs> pulled in. up to my house and came through the door, and I was like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. not me still doing my homework as class has started. That's <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, I felt so bad the last week when I hadn't, I was like, oh, shit, I had no time. Mm. Yeah, so it's fine. We'll figure it out. We're okay. But yeah, so like, do you want to start with why you disliked the movie and then end oh, with I didn't some things it. that you liked about I it? I didn't or dislike like, it. Or like things so, that made you like upset? I, but like, yeah, I am very much like Horse Girl. Like growing up, there was one series of books that I read that have like, I think they're up in like the 30s now, like number of books in the series. And nice. I read up to somewhere in the high teens mm-hmm. and my dad would we would go to the bookstore and i would buy the next like two or three kind of a thing and then i would just like read them for like school projects and stuff so like every school book report that i did in like like horse book was the same series of books but like going on and i fucking love those and it was like about this girl that like basically had to like le- leave the city living with her mom to go live with her dad or vice versa i forget now it's been forever but whatever she goes and she lives on the farm kind of a thing or whatever and then there's like a love interest but then like the big part of the thing was that there's a wild stallion in her area that they call like the phantom horse or the phantom stallion i think was the name of the series or whatever but basically like she's the only one that ever sees it because it's a wild horse that doesn't want anything to do with humans and then she ends up basically like getting into a bunch of like life-threatening situations but because her and the horse are connected he would like shows up and show up and save her yeah and then she eventually learns to like ride him and then she takes him on like she takes him in and like like whatever and then he ends up like fathering other ones and then it like moves on down the line of like the, the next and, horse yeah. or whatever and then they like compete with them and stuff and then they just get the horse girl things so yeah. yes accurate <laughs> thanks it was a very like horse girl movie but like i was very much a horse girl growing up like yeah. i didn't have horses but i did go horseback riding a couple of times like we paid for the experience but like i did not have a horse yeah i feel like i have at least seen the movie before Okay. But probably, like, like it was very familiar mm. to me, mm-hmm. but obviously, like, a long time ago, and I mm. didn't care to remember it. <laughs> but, no, I didn't dislike the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. <laughs> I want to know what's so funny. You just keep laughing. 
<laughs> I'll tell you why. Okay. <laughs> um, so, other, like, weird. Okay. Bug? No. Oh. I don't know if I just saw a ghost or if there was a weird flare in my glasses that freaked me oh, out. Sorry. <laughs> just go away, ghost. <laughs> Be gone. <laughs> Cork. Be gone. Go. Kicks the door. <laughs> um, oh. So, in, like, other Disney animated movies, like, that involve animals, mm-hmm. they talk like humans, like, with English. <gasps> oh, did that... So, I was, like... And I've always kind of thought that weird, being weird, mm-hmm. that it's just, like, oh, like, we're we're a rabbit, but I talk like a human, and like you're Zootopia a rabbit. Or yeah, whatever. or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. And it, like, I just, I kind of always was, like... Eh, like That's okay i like off. thank you for putting dialogue in there, yeah but just the animals talking is always weird to me so the movie opens up and it's matt damon's sexy voice hey it's your boy <laughs> and i'm like okay i and then aaron was like is that matt damon and i vaguely remember seeing like on the dvd case that and i'm like yeah i think matt damon was was in this and then so you know like he's narrating the scene like all oh, wild horse and this is how we live in flock and whatever yeah a flock. <laughs> or whatever i don't know a herd no not in a flock but like just yeah just i don't know mm-hmm. whatever word that was in my brain is gone now yes and so i'm like okay and then the neighing started <laughs> is there a problem with and the i was name? and i was like okay and then it just they just they just neighed and i'm like this is weird that I am just sitting here <laughs> watching cartoon horses neighing. Okay, first of all, they gave them very expressive faces. Well, so like and like well, cues. So, so you could understand what they were feeling. Well, but yes. like you they didn't gave they gave have it, dialogue. No, they gave it very humanistic like body language. Oh yeah. Oh hella. And like facial expressions. So yes. You can so understand. The thing that was funny though is that I was having a conversation in my head yes as these horses yeah but not pg oh or g whatever <laughs> so like grown-up horse movie so it's like so like every, like when there was one scene where he was looking at like the the chick horse and oh he, and he's like come on come on i'm like bitch get over here <laughs> bitch let's bitch, go come with me <laughs> So I'm just sitting here cracking up at this horse movie and there's no words. To be fair, I will never get the experience of only ever seeing this movie for the first time as an adult. Oh, yeah. So, like, when I saw it, I was, like, starry-eyed, nine years old, kind of, like, I don't know how old I was. I was just like, oh, horsies. And I was, like, I was still figuring out, like, all of the normalities of body language and facial expressions so yeah. like i was innocent and pure and i was just like oh the horses are talking to each other they want to go play and kelsey's over here like oh they're getting dirty no so he i can't aaron came back from getting lunch and he walks in the door he's like so did they fuck yet <laughs> no she dies because it was like as you, you think she dies or whatever but yeah. at the time i did she hadn't come yeah, back yeah she hadn't come back yet so i'm like she died and he's like was that before or after they fucked and i was like <laughs> um before you guys don't remember the whole like montage right before that though with the apples and the he gets her the apple from the tree and like they split it and yeah. it's juicy yeah. like 
Mm, that was all leaning up, I'm sure. But they didn't. No, but it was very, like, romantic. Well, like, yeah. It's like every, like, rom, like, not rom-com, but, like, whatever. Romance yeah, rom-com. Novel. Like, whatever, where, like, they, it's, like, the whole montage of, like, they bake cookies together and he gets flour on her nose and, like, that kind of stuff. But it was a <laughs> horse version. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I the the the, the lack of dialogue mm. where I was just sitting there watching neighing was a little like off putting. Caught you off guard. I really enjoyed it though. I liked. That I mean, I like. I mean, I like. I would. Should we rate the movies? Do you think? Should we say like oh. out of ten? Like where we would <laughs> sure out I of guess. like what what we think is like a good movie or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I'd probably rate it. I don't know if this is a good idea because I'm not going to give yours very good numbers at all because it's just not my style. And yeah. I, I, I figured. I don't know. There were a lot of things that just I was immediately like, uh, no. Well, I just will warn you. I am going to have you watch the second one. Girl, why? But honestly, my in my opinion, the second one is better. Well, then why didn't I just have to watch the second one? <laughs> because it's important. No, it's not. So you understand it's now. Useless. Anyway, go ahead. Well, then you'll hate the third movie I'm going to have you watch. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the second one of that one. <sighs> just give me horse movies to just I keep it even. Have, that's the only one. <laughs> um, the first number that popped into my head was a three, but I feel like that's rude. I was going to say three or four, like a hard yeah. three and a half was what yeah. I was going to give yours. Yeah. Just for the fact that it was... Not your just style. Neighing. Also, listen. Some people really like the neighing aesthetic, but okay, I can but see it's, how. I'm, just, like, I'm sitting there, and it's just like there's there's no words. Yeah. And then like that, yeah. Of course, there's people that talk, and there are some scenes that there are humans in dialogue, which is funny because like your movie, nonstop dialogue, and even while people are talking, he's also narrating over it. Like it's just words the whole time. And I gave you a movie that's like basically a silent film. Yeah, please. <laughs> with don't, a no. little sprinkling of a few like human characters that kind of say some stuff, yeah. but most of it's yeah, very much body language. I didn't even remember that until like I haven't rewatched that movie in such a long time. Yeah. I made Matt watch it somewhere at the beginning of our relationship and he was I'm just surprised like he's still with you. <laughs> Listen. Just kidding. <laughs> We are no longer friends. Ah, fuck. <laughs> this That's podcast it. is over. Um, but I did. I was like, I feel like I also like analyzed it a little deeper than probably you did the first time. Well, obviously, because you were like seven. Yeah. But like, I, I think I grasped. Uh, grasp yes but that's not the word i want nope that's what came out of my mouth but okay. that's not what i wanted i latched onto. thank uh, you that's the word you're welcome my hands grasp latch yes. i latched onto more of the fact of like obviously it was set in a time where they were just first domesticating horses mm-hmm. and you got to see how the white man yeah did it yeah versus how the indigenous people did yes. it. yes and that's what like kept me watching the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> was that and also and then the you, whole scene but. of like uh where they're helping build the the train tracks to get over the range to get to like the west or whatever yeah so yeah yeah there was a lot of like 
not really thrown in your face, but kind of thrown in your face, like, context, history stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, once they first captured him, the the American army people or whatever. Yeah. Military. And, you know, they were... The Wild West cowboymen. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, it's a, this beautiful horse, it must be mine. Oh, yeah. Of course. And then so they, you know, they torture and yeah. disrespect like, the, the animal that beautiful animal that he was deprive it of water and yeah to a post in the heat in the desert yeah Yeah. and then to break him yeah yeah like mm -hmm. white people suck yeah (laughs) put that out there (laughs) and then how they the and then of course the indigenous man gets captured Mm -hmm. too because of course that all happened because he was trying to steal food was he? I don't remember why yeah. he was. Yeah, because they, well, they were, the army people or whatever had, like, supply trains that were, like, being delivered to them. And him and, like, two of his friend buddies or the buddy friend or whatever. But the other one got away. But he got caught. Hmm. Um, but they were trying to get food because it was food that they were taking from the indigenous people's lands oh, or whatever. Because yeah. yeah. they would, like, there was a scene later in the movie where they come and they, like, attack and they just, like, ransack and kill. Well, yes, I knew that. Stuff. Well, that's where they were getting their supplies. Oh. So he went to go get back what was rightfully theirs. Yeah. So Because his people were starving. And then he got caught and tied to a post next to the... The horsey. Horsey. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, they, they both escape. 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 <laughs> and set all the other horses free in the process yes yeah yes we live for that moment and then i will say my favorite scene or i have two favorite scenes in that whole movie that like resonate with me really really hard the one is when he's there and they're trying to break him and that song plays which it was all um original soundtrack by uh fucking what's his name the same guy that did tarzan i think which is another one of my favorite movies but anyway um the get off my back song mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever where he's like bucking people off and yeah and whatever that whole scene i fucking loved every minute of that it was so good i loved it and then the other scene that i really liked was when they were the indigenous guy they escaped or whatever and they were like running through the desert and then they like spiral up and like climb up that mountain they end up on the plateau and they have to jump across the other side to not get captured mm-hmm. and they fucking fucking leap and it's just like oh are they gonna die I love that scene. It's so good. Yeah. And they get to the other side and they're both so excited and he almost forgets for a minute that like he's, this is still a human and I still don't like you, but like they're so excited that they lived that they're just like, yeah. Well, so that, that was like near the end of the movie. That was after he like oh. trusted oh, him. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was after he saved him from the fire. Right? So, cause from so. From the train. Yes. yes. That was after the train. So they es- they escaped multiple times. They're always escaping. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, escaped they from escaped the, the first time and then he military the people indigenous person again. brought him mm-hmm. to their camp. Yes. And he's like, "Dude, what the fuck? Are you just helping me get rid of these guys and now I'm in your cage?" Yeah. What the fuck? hell? Yeah. But then, you know, he kind of, he walks around with the lady horse. The pinto. And she's all like, but it's nice here. But they he's take so care nice. of us. Humans are good. And he's like, yeah, but I'm a wild bitch, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then, ah. so she convinces him to yeah. to want to stay. But then he, the, but like the, the, the thing that hit me was when 
the I don't he, there's no names, so I just eh. so the dude. I feel like there are names. They're only just no. they're only mentioned like one time or like maybe yeah. twice, and then um, that's it. But like he's trying to ride him. Like yes, he, and he and of course the horse keeps spirit yeah. spirit keeps bucking him off and mm-hmm. all this stuff and then so the guy realizes you know this is you know he's a wild animal you know they don't yes like he shouldn't and he even says like nobody should be like ride you and so he sets him free from his his own camp or whatever yes and lets him go yeah so that really like i'm like that's the difference right there (laughs) yes as soon as you realize that this is a horse that really needs to like he need he he be free yeah he needs to be um, so little creek is the name of the indigenous man in the whole movie and then rain is the name of the pinto horse that he falls in love with slash brings back at the end yeah and then spirit is spirit obviously spirit um so yeah and then like that really i was like yes much respect to you sir yes for realizing that because it's one thing to be like oh i'm gonna tame a horse no matter what it takes versus being like i'm gonna try and tame you because i really like you know you're pretty yeah yeah exactly and you have a lot of like fight in you and like yeah. i really appreciate you look like that. a strong like, horse exactly that, could that like could benefit help. us oh yeah absolutely especially since they were all struggling so hard yeah but then as soon as he realized he was like you're meant to be free yes. and wild, so I'm gonna digress. You, you go do you, bro. Yes, and I'm like that is the difference right there <sighs> so good. between white fucking men <laughs> and civilized humans. Yes. Hi, Sophie. She's like, you have woken me up with your not being too loud loudness. But three out of ten because they didn't talk. I just not your not your forte. I just, just the neighing. Excessive neighing. Like, it's a horse ah. movie. What do you yes. mean? They're supposed to talk like oh. regular Disney animated movies. No, that's what what sets it different. That's what makes it unique and so lovable. Because they could say anything. <laughs> they did in my head. <laughs> yeah. So, was your what was your like favorite part of the movie? If you had like if you had to pick one moment that was above all the most memorable and or made you feel good that the one the the part at the end where he sets him free well that wasn't the end oh that was so well when he sets him free the first time he ties him to the pinto rain no so so he he leaves that's when i because i said that she shows him around Mm -hmm. that's when they tied them together so like he couldn't oh, run away yeah because they got to like the edge of the camp and she just stopped yeah and he's like dude come on like we're we can go wherever we want let's go and she just <laughs> in my head and where she like sits down and he's mm-hmm. like <clears throat> and she just he looks back at her and all in my head she's like i'm dead weight bitch <laughs> you gotta <laughs> do about it yeah he's like try carrying all this weight across the yeah, okay go ahead and so yeah they walked around like that but then, I don't know if it was, like, days later or whatever, but he was guess, yeah. trying to 
you know, he threw the the, the oh, blanket yeah. over, and he he did get up on him, like, yeah. And then Spirit was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll let you think that you got me. <laughs> I let you think you're cool shit for a minute." And then he bucked him off. I think I because I I don't know at least with the body language that I was reading, I think he was just playing. Mm-hmm. But then like the the what's his name little creek little creek yeah. was like like obviously it's a horse you can't and horses don't have that body language so he was like you know i just i think he's better off just free doing his own thing yeah. so he opened up the thing and oh, he yeah. ran out took off and i think he was oh yeah he was leaving and then he he heard the gunshots yes of the men of the the white men yeah of the and so he he was like wait he was looking for him earlier yeah and put two and two together yeah and like maybe he followed us here or whatever Mm -hmm. and so he turned back around yeah and that's when he helped them escape the fire and stuff well, they escape the village and then they fall down the waterfall, yes. right? And then they end up, he ends up. So, because she, she ended up getting shot. Yes. And he, she's dead, and she's he laid there with her. Yeah. And then the white men found where they ended up, mm-hmm. captured Spirit again. again. But Little Creek was behind the rocks. Yes. Saved her, but we thought that they died because yep. they went somewhere else. And then. Yep. That Where was when they go to the. Again? That was when they go to the train, right? And then he faints on purpose, and they drag him away, and then he takes off, and then he starts the fire because the train falls back and explodes down the hill. Yeah, and then Little Creek shows up because he was tracking them that whole mm-hmm. time, but because they rode on a train to get there, it took Little Creek longer to yeah. like get to where they were, and then he helps him run through because he unties him from the burning log remember he like yes he yes because he got caught yeah and, and then, then they he jumps on him and he lets him ride him and then they get up they end up on the top of the plateau yes. and the military men are trying to bring them back to the train and like whatever and then they jump across and then yes. he takes off the harness that the white man had put on him and then he's like you go be free and he takes off and at that point they had met back or no he does bring him back towards the village because then he gets back on rain the pinto and that's when we realize that she's alive and then he's like you go and he like takes his harness off or whatever and then pinto's like rain's like can i go with him and so he's like all right you two go yeah like it's fine he takes out her feather and goes yeah go go be with your boy boy. (laughs) and then they take off and then they end up back um where spirit was born and grew up and his mom's like oh my god you're not dead yeah and he's like (laughs) and you brought back a woman yes and a movie and And the movie and scene (laughs) it took me a minute to like put all because like i said i haven't seen this in forever and i'm like over here like there's a lot of different things that happen for a lot of different reasons wait when was that yeah but definitely just the just the, the the difference between the indigenous people and mm-hmm. how they respect their land oh, yeah. and their animals and how they are. Like, I mean, even in real life, like, I mean, it, it was based off of oh, and yeah. how us fucking white people just came over. And I was like, we're running away from our own problems. We found this place. It's ours now. It's ours now. We're just going to go ahead and fucking ruin everything all at once. Yeah. And not give a shit, apparently. And just <sighs> kill everybody in the process. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Stupid. 
Um, anyway, anyway, not to get political or anything. The uh, the scene with the little, I don't remember, I think it's a little girl, but it might have been a little boy. A little in baby. In the village that like so sticks her finger, her whole hands like up his fucking nostrils. I was like, what is that? I was like, that is so typical of children. They're yes. so gross. And then she walks through and she said, Papa Horsey. Papa Horsey. Of course, He's my like, ovaries were Aww. crying. Oh, there And you're you go. probably like, <laughs> I was just like, ew, she got snot all over and didn't care. I was like, why would you touch its, hor- his, its horse, its nose? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I figured you you might remember that scene. Yes. And here you are, like, quoting it. And I'm just like, I don't know. It's just she sticks her hands in his fucking nostrils like a freak. Just, it was cute. She walked away and said, Papa Hoysi. Papa Hoysi. See what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yep. Do you trust me to let you, force you to watch another movie again? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. No horses. Right. No neighing. No neighing allowed. <laughs> no, have me do whatever you want me to watch. All right. I'll try and pick something completely different next time. So we'll switch it up. So you get something completely on the other spectrum of why I have so many, like, quote-unquote favorite movies. Because I watch a lot of random stuff. You're literally going to get the second movie of that. Comforting. I don't want it. It's so much better than that one. Honestly. It's so so much better. The movie she made me watch is called Father of the Bride. stars Steve Martin. Which, like, 10 out of 10 for Steve Martin. But also, probably, in my opinion, one of his, like, least well-acted roles i've ever seen him do rude i just it didn't seem genuine it just seemed so forced the whole time there was zero chemistry between him and the wife at all which i get that she was supposed to be like super upset with like the way he was taking the whole thing and like whatever but like the one scene where they're like kissing in the bedroom and then like i'm assuming shenanigans happens like I don't understand why all of a sudden they got romantic. Like, he was literally just being such a dick. And she was like, you're so annoying. And then they're like, it's okay, we'll kiss makeup. I'm like, what? I mean, I guess you're married, but, like, that's not how... Okay? This is also a very old movie, though. Yeah, and I could tell that from, like, the way that they wrote the... Like, I get that it was supposed to be written, like, father of the bride's point of view from Steve Martin's character's point of view. Like, he leads with an eight and a half minute long narrated intro. (sighs) Oh, just wait until the second one. Oh, my God! I... mm, Girl. And I already hated him from, like, the first, like, minute. I was like, I already don't like you. I don't like your character. I don't like the way you hold yourself. I don't like that you think that you're the shit when you're really not. I don't think... I don't like the fact... And then he got to the point where he's like, I love this town because everything in this town is, like, the same as it's always been and nothing ever changes. And I was like, it hurts. It physically hurts. I want to hurt you. No. Like, hello? I'm... No. Mm." Okay, I was like, all right, I know exactly how the rest of this movie is going to go. And then there's just going to be like some moment where he's just like, oh, I guess change isn't so bad. But it's going to be because he found it on his own volition, not because somebody told him you're being a dick. And that's exactly what happened. It's the moment where he goes in and Annie's just sleeping on the couch, being a bride to be. And he opens up the fucking magazine that she was reading and goes, oh, I'm an asshole because this wedding is supposed to be about her and not about money. 
typical, typical male, white, privileged, rich fucking narrative of bullshit. And I was like, ah, I hate every moment of this. But okay, here we go. I did think that the scene where they're sitting at the dinner table and she's telling them that she just got engaged or whatever and he sees her as a seven-year-old version of herself with pigtails, that was good. I liked that. But everything else about that scene, zero out of ten. Terrible, terribly written, in my opinion. Like, the whole thing was just very, very forced, it felt like. It was very, like, I don't know. I guess... It goes to show because I gave you a movie where it was literally all show you, not tell you. And you gave me a movie that was all tell me, don't show me. And I, it struck bad chords with me because I was like, you can tell me that with a scene or with body language. Like when they went out and they were playing basketball and they brought that back a couple of times, that's good. That's the vibe the whole movie should have had. But they didn't. They were like, let's have him narrate this while also having a conversation at the same time. So you have to keep track of two narratives in your fucking brain at the same time. (laughs) Two dialogues. And I was like, this is too much for me to handle. I can't with that. That's too many words. Hello. And then just, I don't know. I feel like they, I mean, they picked good cast, but the cast with each other. Like, it's one thing to cast a character really well. It's another thing to cast a movie with characters that have good chemistry with one another so that they work well on screen and they don't pull focus from one another and i felt like it was very every time the mother what's her name nini nina nina i know i wrote it somewhere but i can't find it um every time nina spoke i was like shut up first of all i hate you so much like i agree with everything you're saying but i just hate you right now because she just conflicted with everybody else's emotions in every scene she was in except for the one where they met franck and she was on Annie's side, and I fucking love... Franck is my favorite in the whole yes. movie. He deser- The whole movie should have just been Franck. I- I'm sorry. I don't want it to be about Steve Martin and his fucking bullshit being a dad. I would have much rather had it all been focused on Franck and Annie, and then the dad's just a quirky side character that's just like, I don't want this wedding to happen. It's too expensive. Yeah, well, shut the fuck up. What'd you say? I didn't understand you, Franck. Exactly. Sit down. You don't need to understand. <laughs> Just open your wallet. It's fine. You run a business and so does your wife. And yet you're going to be over here like, oh, we can't afford this. Bro, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That doesn't make any logical sense. And they're like, oh, the in-laws live in Bel Air. What fucking like rich, pretentious people are these? I wrote something down. Hang on. What kind of people have brunch and live in Bel Air? And the wife just goes, rich people? I'm like, bitch, you run a business. And so does your husband. And they're, like, successful. What do you mean, rich people? You are rich people. Get out. What the fuck? You are not average American. Like, the average American does not have both parents working and, like, running at the top of small, like, businesses. Like, you're already rich. Sit down. Just because you're not 1% rich does not mean that you are not already rich. Hello? Did you see your house? What? It's big enough to fit a wedding reception of 250 people, and yet you're making fun of the Bel Air people. Hello? The Dobermans? (laughs) Yes. And the Mastiff, 100% my favorite characters in the whole movie, other than fucking Frank. 10 out of 10. I fucking, they should have come back. They should have just, they should have, like, been at the wedding. They should have been the fucking flower girls. All right. They deserved more praise. <sighs> yes. 
Um, what else did I say? Oh my god. Okay, the part where they're meeting the in-laws at Bel Air. Yes. And he gives him the glass of like champagne or wine or whatever fucking adult beverage that was or whatever, and he just immediately starts drinking it. And then the guy goes, A toast, and he literally spits it back out <laughs> so violently. Yes. And the wife just goes, What the fuck? <laughs> I love gold. Perfect. I liked that. There should have been more of like the physical like that's what Steve Martin's forte is, in my opinion, is a lot more of like the physical physical comedy type stuff like when he was trying on the suit iconic <laughs> like hello and they the whole movie like just wasn't very like written in a way that he could do any of that kind of stuff like i feel like it should have been i don't know maybe i just wanted more of a comedy maybe i just went into it with a prejudice already that like oh it's got steve martin as the lead and it's called Father of the Bride. Like, it's going to be a rom-com for sure. It's going to be hilarious. And, like, there were scenes in it that were quite funny on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, no, the second one, definitely better. Like, I, my mom and I quote the, the second, second one. one all the time. Yes. <laughs> I think my favorite line in the entire movie, 100%, because it's the only line that I wrote down verbatim, was fucking Frank. When they show up at the house, he's got his little entourage or whatever, and he's just like, hold on. It's very nice. We change it all, though. Yes. <laughs> yes, Frank. You get it. Yes. So good. I can't with him. Frank, so good. Frank does come back in the second one. Good. He fucking better. Oh. And then, I don't know. Um, oh, when she gets into a fight with the fiance or whatever over mm -hmm. a fucking blender, which, like... <sighs> It's a blender. And she was like, oh, I, I regret that I called him a worm or something like that. I just wrote down in all caps, she called him a worm. In parentheses, a little bug. <laughs> I don't remember that. It was so okay. iconic. It was so good. I was just like, ooh. Hey, you bought me a blender that makes you a worm and useless and not worthy of marriage. Huh. What? I don't remember that. But it was it was funny. I liked that little piece. And then I just thought it was so unrealistic. There were a couple pieces that like I was like, that wouldn't happen in real life. But of course it would happen in a movie narrated and from the perspective of the father, the white man, the successful rich white man, that there was one where, all right, hang on. Um, when At the beginning when she's like, yeah, I like I'm going to get married or whatever. And he's like, I thought you didn't want to get married because like, uh, when you get married, that means that, like, you you lose your identity as a woman. And then she's like, no, but not with him, though. He's special. And I was like, hold up. This seems vaguely familiar. Like, me growing up and being like, I don't want to have kids. And people being like, oh, sweetie. When you meet the right one and you get older, you'll understand and you'll have kids. Fuck off, Janet. Not having kids. Get out. Like, I'm sorry, but something... Like, if it, like, I don't know, just the way that they worded it, if, like, marriage it means that a woman loses her identity, like, I'm sorry, but if that's deep-seated into your child, it's not gonna fucking change. Like, that seems like core identity type stuff of, like, I want to be a successful bus business woman before I settle down and get married or whatever. Like, I don't feel like something like that's gonna change just because they meet a boy in Rome. I don't know. It just seemed unrealistic. And I was like, why would you put that in there? First of all. 
I mean, you have to think this was the 90s. Yeah, but then also they just glossed over it like, oh, no, sweetie. No, no, that's fine. I changed my mind because I met the right man. I was like, bitch, stick to your guns because men are shit. What? <laughs> yes, <laughs> accurate. <laughs> and then the other one that just threw me for a loop for like the same kind of idea was when maddie her younger brother mm-hmm. and the father have a moment and they're talking and he's like oh i'm sorry like that i've been ignoring you and maddie's just like oh it's fine like no childhood trauma has happened or something like that was his line something to do with like yeah it's okay I, i'm not gonna walk away with childhood trauma because you ignored me the entire time you were throwing a wedding for my sister for the last how many months was it fucking i don't know they said it several times i think it was five months that they planned the wedding and he's like it's fine that it, you literally ignored my existence for five months i'm not gonna have childhood trauma from that and i'm like boy that's not how that works <laughs> like what oh okay like i get that it's a wedding and it's about your sister but also as a parent they shouldn't just ignore their kid on purpose and then i was mad because they do all that practice like his maddie's whole role at the end of the movie was just him practicing the left together right together left together right together for the wedding to walk the mom down the aisle and then they get to that scene and guess what they don't fucking do they don't walk to the wedding march they don't left together right together they just walk at a normal pace normally down the aisle and i'm like you put that kid through that there's a child actor through so much fucking stress to learn to do that through so many different scenes and it's like iconic bonding moment with dad to like learn to make sure that when he, he's at his sister's wedding he walks properly and then in the scene where this actually is going to be a thing you don't make sure that they left together right together down the aisle you just have them walk at a normal pace oh, oh. <sighs> i have feelings <laughs> But I guess at the end he gets to drive cars and he's like, what, eight at the time or whatever? So that's cool. Oh, <sighs> I had I had emotions. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's a good movie, I guess. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I liked Frank. <laughs> he's my boy. I like his interaction at the end when the cops are there. <laughs> and he's just like, give me your wallet, it'll be fine. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Bribe the cops? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> now he's just like i don't know he just gives me like just very like gay panic vibes and i love him there for every moment of it he's just very eccentric i'm like you do you rock <laughs> i love you uh, yeah so yeah i liked it pieces of it i liked pieces of it i wasn't really a fan of the whole movie and there were some pieces that kind of irked me like the woman losing her identity by getting married which and then also the i won't have childhood trauma because of this like i don't know why i latched onto those but i was like girl what (laughs) no sit down and then it just seemed like a common theme through the whole thing and then at one point annie i don't remember what was happening but it's after they had met frank and the parents were arguing over something the price of something or whether or not something was going to happen or whatever and they were back at the house or maybe they were still at franks but anyway and they were like arguing or whatever and the mom looks over at her and then the dad looks over at her and annie just goes don't look at me you guys decide and i was like 
I'm sorry, girl, what? For your wedding day? Fucking no. I'm sorry. Your parents just run businesses. Like, you should just be like, give me a dollar figure and then let me plan my fucking wedding. Like, I don't give a shit about any of your friends. They don't need to come. It's my wedding. It's mine. Hello? You only get one. They already had theirs. They don't get to, like, live vicariously through your wedding that they don't even want to fucking pay for in the first place. Like, hello? Where's your... Like... She seems like such a strong, independent woman in some cases. And then, like, she'll flip hard 180 in the next scene and she's just quiet, submissive, doesn't say anything, doesn't have an opinion, and is just like, oh, no, that's okay. You decide. I don't have opinions. Bitch, what? And then she gets all mad because her boyfriend gets her a blender? I'm like, how can you get that upset over a fucking blender? And, like, the implications of that like being that like you're gonna be a 1950s housewife and just cook and you're that upset that you're gonna call the whole wedding off of it but you're not gonna be like um no why don't i make the decisions for my own wedding you're just gonna stand and be like no it's okay guys you decide girl pick a lane hello (laughs) like i don't care what lane you're in just pick one there's no you can't just flip flop back and forth it's so inconsistent like you can you can tell it was written by a man i'm just like ah. <laughs> feelings <laughs> i'm sorry three out of ten three and a half out of ten for frank for frank no one half just for frank <laughs> yeah also side note swans are a terrible idea because yes. they're very territorial and will hurt somebody so just if we they do swans at the wedding and there's a scene where he jumps over them and then like slides away like a badass yes. and almost falls on his ass. Yes. Down the and driveway. I was like that kind of like energy. And he ran right at the swan. I was like, you would have got fucked up by the swan. I'm sorry. It wouldn't have just looked at you and been like, you okay, bro. Like it would have attacked you and it would hurt. <laughs> like a lot. I mean, I feel like if they're going to be swans at like a party, like at a wedding or whatever, I feel like they would be at least some sort of way domesticated. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but like they're, I've never met a swan that wasn't an asshole. Well, were they wild swans? I don't know. Exactly. Listen, just because they're at the zoo doesn't make them wild. Maybe it does. I don't know. They don't domesticate the swans at the zoo. Ah, true. But it's kind of like, a, like well, I mean, kind of like uh, like the circus. Like, I mean, yeah, the, the lions the still, circus. well, I'm saying, I'm thinking like, like lions, like yes. they're still lions. Yes. Yeah. But, but they're, they're trained, like trained yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. very rudely and yeah. improperly so to not be assholes yeah. and not eat the people. But I mean, that, like even a domesticated cat will still get upset if somebody, you know, picks it up the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like Sophie's the sweetest and I love her to pieces, but she can still be kind of a bitch sometimes just because like I'm invading her personal space. Yeah. Like I didn't take the time to read her body language. And I'm sorry, but if you have 250 people in a house and they're just milling around outside, like the swans are going to get a little overwhelmed. I don't care how domesticated you are. Like that's a little overwhelming, especially if like the father of the bride is running frantically at you and then <laughs> slides on ice and like makes weird noises that you've never heard a human heard, heard a human make before. Like that, I feel like that would be a trigger yeah. for a swan, domesticated or not, to be like, uh, maybe don't run full force at me. Thanks. Yeah, I'm a little nervous little stage fright right now yeah but yeah it was an experience the second one better be better it is it better be better i quote the second one all the time okay 
I do really like Frank. I'm glad that he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Can you guess what the second one would be about? <sighs> it's called Father of the Bride, too. So it's not really like that. I mean, he didn't have another daughter. So mm-hmm. when Maddie grows up and marries a woman? Nope. Fucking... I don't know. Does she get divorced and have to get married again? No. <laughs> I don't. All that for naught. <laughs> um, does he remarry the mom? Father of the bride. I don't understand. Does he find out about a long lost daughter somewhere? No, it's, 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 it has nothing to do with father, like with another wedding or anything. Uh, saying, like, would usually- it be like she had a daughter or something and now it's like the dynamic of the grandchild and he's Close. old now? Close. You follow her pregnancy. Oh. I already I hate it. <laughs> you know how I feel about pregnant stuff. It's I'm, I know. It has to do with kids in the end. I'm gonna pick like my favorite movie that you're gonna hate on purpose then i didn't do it on purpose like these are you my favorite I movies like I children. I ah! you don't have to deal with the ch- like so basically the end of the movie is like basically them or her having the baby so i mean like you don't ha- like you don't get to deal with the baby and that stuff but, like dealing with the pregnancy is almost worse <laughs> i mean it's it's better than nine months of hell. Like I'm sorry. Well, so is kind of planning a wedding, just a different kind of hell. Yeah, and it was only five months. But, but yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Like yes. it can. Yes. Yes. Most people take longer than five months to plan a wedding. I'm sorry. Yeah, when they were like, yeah, it's seven months out, and we only have five months to do it. Like, yeah, that's a tight schedule for sure. Yeah. Most people usually are around a, a year. year. It's typical. Yeah. yeah. Anything else we want to say? Or I'm not looking forward to Father of the Bride too, but here we are. You'll be listen, fine. listen, listen. I'll do it for you, but for no other reason. Mm-hmm. If you come out of this liking that movie, I'll be surprised. <laughs> I owe you something. What do I owe you? I don't know. More Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, All right. What kind of a movie do you think that you want me to give you? Because I have multiple. I, I, does, it, I, should, like a, I should have a no. genre that you aren't as familiar with that would be interesting to see my favorite movie from that. Whatever. I feel like I should have no no say in what, what you throw at me. Okay. Because I could give you like my favorite rom-com. Okay. If you want, if that's more your speed. That way we're both watching rom-coms. Or I can give you something completely unrelated that's like nothing but explosions. at each other. I'll make you watch the goddamn Lord of the Rings trilogy. How do you like me now? Fucking nine hours later. Please don't. No, I won't. I know you wouldn't like it, but I do really like those movies. I just, I would not force somebody to watch them if they didn't want to. Yeah. That's a lot. It's one thing to be like, here's an hour and a half long Disney movie, but like nine hours of... Elves and dwarves, and other miscellaneous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I guess I'll figure out what I'm giving you for a movie for a part two. And you already know what you're giving me. That's also a part two. <laughs> part two is everywhere. Um, and then I guess we'll see you back here to see if we give better reviews of our second favorite 
next to the top of the list of movies that we like. Yes. Hey. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. bye.